Be strong, be strong, be strong. Hi, Pastor Larry here. Hoping that God has blessed you mightily throughout the week. We've been talking about being strong spiritually. Being strong, you know where that comes from. It says in Ephesians 6.10, In the Lord. And I hope you're abiding in the Lord. That you're learning how to walk with Him daily. And that you're practicing a lot of these things that we've been talking about. So that's the only way to be strong. And we're going to learn more about being uh, strong in the Lord, which means we're not alone. We're in the Lord. He goes ahead of us in battle, just like he did with Joshua. And that's who we're talking about. We're talking about Joshua and just before his prep, his prep before entering the promised land. And God had told him he'd have to fight. So he has to take the initiative. But God also told him that if he's obedient, the God will fight for him. And we will read other places in Joshua where they wouldn't, wasn't, uh, I'm sorry, my language, I'm getting tongue-tied here, um, that uh, the children of Israel were not obedient. As a result, they lost the battle. And we're going to cover that point, that point of obedience. So, but first of all, I hope you're in Christ. That means you received Jesus Christ as your Savior. You gave your life for His because He gave His life for you. And by being obedient, we want to walk with the Lord. And obedience, it's all about obedience, walking with the Lord. If we're not, Satan can pick you off just like a sniper picked off our Marines in Vietnam. So you have to be obedient to the Lord. And like I said, we will cover that uh, more. So let's get in a little bit more into Joshua. So there are about six principles from Joshua, how to be strong and courageous. Remember he told Joshua that three times. And prep for battle. So we talked about one that really wasn't a principle, but I had to go back to it. And that was reconning your enemy. The persistent enemy, and Satan is persistent. So it's good to know his tactics and his schemes and how wily he is. But remember, it also has to be in the Lord. Don't leave yourself flapping in the breeze out there, as they used to say in the Marine Corps. Don't leave yourself out there to be vulnerable. You can't do it in your flesh. You just open it up to Satan's uh, trickery. So, number one of the first six principles, if you want to jot these down, we're still in Joshua. And I hope you have your sword with you. Because that's how we learn about God. And how he wants us to be, live the blessed life. Okay, number one. And by the way, that's why I got to have these stories written down. They were actual stories, but they were they were written for our learning. So there's a lot of principles in here to learn. Number one is realize God's presence in your life. In the Lord, God's presence. And that's what he assured Joshua of. He assured Joshua just as he was, was with his forefathers. 
as he was with Moses, so he will be with him. God has made us very, uh, a lot of precious promises in the scriptures of how he is with us. We can go over a lot of, lot of scriptures, and we will later on. But the fact is that God has promised us that he, he, is, he is there. And sometimes we don't feel like he's there. <laughs> oh, oh my, that's true. But our God's presence is not contingent upon our feelings, are they? God says, I'm there always with you. And our sin and our disobedience and our fear sometimes makes it feel like he's not there. But he's there. And we must grasp hold of that fact that if Satan comes to call, God is there. Ooh. That's a tremendous truth to grab a hold of. And he wants us to have that experience. That it's his battle. He wants us to participate with him. That's where the blessings are. And for a Christian to shy away from the battle and not want to hear about spiritual warfare is to live a defeated life. This is where the blessings come from. To know that you're in a higher cause than anything that this world can give us. The cause is to see others and participate with others and God himself in the salvation of those souls. The God that Jesus Christ has died for. What a more of a higher calling and a blessing can you have? Now, any of you, if you led somebody to Christ, you know how you really felt close to God at that time. That's the experience. That's the blessing that God wants us to have. And to pull somebody out of spiritual darkness is a wonderful blessing that God gives us and to participate with him. Actually, you're not doing the pulling out. God is. But you're participating with him. Don't forget that. And to know that by being obedient to God, you'll make the highest difference in people's lives. We will be blessed. We will be fully satisfied as God's children. We know that others have been rescued from Satan's clutches and his deceptions. We must realize that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is with us and he is in us. Do not fear in this warfare, my friends. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So let's read those realizing God's presence from the book of Joshua. And that's found in verse 5 and verse 9. And like I said, I hope you have your sword along with you. In verse 5 in Joshua chapter 1. It says, There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. So I will be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor forsake thee. Have I not commanded thee, Be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid. Neither be dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Let us remember what Jesus said to his followers, as quoted by the writer of Hebrews, chapter 13, verses 5 and 6, which says, 
I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper, and I will not fear. What shall man do unto me? Realize, my friends, that God, the presence of the Holy Spirit and the presence of God, that should drive out our fear. That should be enough. But God has given us more. Let's remember what David wrote in Psalm 56, 11. I took this verse to memory, by the way. In God I trust, I am not afraid. What can man do to me? Or I'm going to put on there, what can Satan do to me? And the answer to that is absolutely nothing. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Absolutely nothing. I'm just basking in that statement right now. There's a little passage that um, just came to my remembrance. I hope you're used to looking around your Bible because that's what makes a difference. It's not uh, my opinion that makes a difference. I want you to look in a little passage. It talks about God's power and his, his, uh, his presence with a king called Jehoshaphat, one of the good kings of Israel. There's very few of them, but he was one. And I'll give you time to find the passage. Uh, just ahead a little bit from Joshua. You go to 1 Kings, 2 Judges, Ruth, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 and 2 Chronicles. It's found in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. As you're turning there, I'll give you a little background. It's 2 Chronicles chapter 20. It says, There came some that told Jehoshaphat, saying, There comes a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea, on this side of Syria. I agree. You hear that? A great multitude is coming against Judah, against, uh, or against Jehoshaphat. What's Jehoshaphat going to do? He's going to cower in the corner in fear? So if you're, if you're there in 2 Chronicles chapter 2, I want you to read along with me and you'll find out what Joshua realized. And we're talking about realize God's presence, realizing his power in our life. Verse 5, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 5. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord. Notice where he's at, too. The house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen? And in thine hand is there not power? Remember we talked about that. In Christ's almighty power. And might so that none is able to withstand thee. Art not thou our God who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham, thy friend forever? Verse 8. And they dwelt therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name, saying, If when evil cometh upon us, as a sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we stand before this house, and in, listen to the next phrase, in thy presence, for thy name is in this house, and we cry unto thee in our affliction, 
then thou wilt hear, then thou, thou wilt hear and help. He remembered the promises of God. He remembered the power of God, which is his sovereignty over all the nations. And he understood the presence of God in God's house. Wow, what lessons for us to learn. And that's the first one with Joshua. It's realizing the presence of Almighty God. That he is with us. He is with us in the presence of the Holy Spirit. In fact, the Trinity itself is at our disposal as if we are in Christ. And like I said before, the most often repeated phrase found in the Bible is fear not. And there's a reason for that because we as human beings have a tendency to fear. I said before, it's not a sin to fear, it's a sin to, to revel in your fear because it shows our lack of trust of God's presence and of his power. So, in way of review, let's back up again to my first point on how to be strong in the Lord. Recon your persistent enemy. Realize that God's presence is with you in this sinful world and with the wicked powers of this evil world. You do not fight this war on your own. If you try, you will lose. Plain and simple, my friend. And many examples in this book of Joshua how they lost because they tried it in their own power. We can understand God's love for you and his presence as we tackle the first chapter of Ephesians. As we get back to that book after we finish this little excerpt on Joshua. But human effort to fight the evil spiritual world apart from God's help was only to play into the devil's hands. You see, I could not defeat the enemy in Vietnam in my own strength. I needed the power of the Marine Corps behind me. I needed help. And so we do. We need to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And if you're listening here right now, you're only aiding and abetting the enemy if you're not in Christ Jesus. You must flee to him right now. Well, I know. Satan will say to you, oh, this Pastor Larry is an alarmist. He's a doomsday preacher that makes no sense. There's no, there's no spiritual world. No God, no salvation. Now, you know, I've heard all that before. Well, my friends, believe what Jesus Christ said. If you don't want to believe what I said. I would rather believe him rather than believe a sinful man that is Satan's puppet. And I don't be, say that to be mean. I just say that because it's true. I'd rather believe what Jesus Christ said. Can, can we not see, as, as I have mentioned before, that this world is coming to a climax? We can just sense it. We can feel it. It's coming to a climax, to its destruction. And there's a mastermind behind it. So, on a positive note, realize, believers, that the Holy Spirit of God lives in you. And, by the way, in Ephesians, we'll get to more of that in, in depth. 
He wants you to know that his blessed presence is in you. This will help you not to be afraid in the spiritual battle. Joshua is going to battle with giants in the land. And our problems may be giants, my friend. They seem giants to us. And God had to assure him three times to be strong and not to fear. And so he does with us. Which brings me to my second point, how to be strong in the Lord. By way of repetition, we go again. The first point was to realize God's presence. And as a side point, it was recon, recon the, um, the um, prevailing enemy. But the second point is this. Ruminate on God's precepts. You say, what? Ruminate. You know, uh, an animal that ruminates, you know what it's doing? It's chewing its cud. Those are the ruminant animals for all you those that have uh, biology or science class. So I just had to have something rhyme with an R or, or, uh, for alliteration. So I put ruminate on God's precepts. You know that God has elevated his word above his own, his very name. That's the importance of the scriptures itself. So let's read Joshua 1 and verse 8, and you'll see this principle I'm talking about. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth. Thou, thou shalt meditate. That's a word actually literally means ruminate in Hebrew. Thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success. So to ruminate means to chew over and over, chew your cud like an animal does. To take the word of God as your food. Now we get frightened when we see the world situation. We're almost one push of the button away from annihilation. And here's what God says. Be strong in the Lord. Be not afraid. What? What, God? You're asking me not to be afraid. I look out and the situation is going on. And you're talking about Satan and how powerful he is. And you're talking about not being afraid. Yes, I am. Be not afraid. This is what the results are when we when we understand that we have God's presence in and around us. And how do we begin to understand God's presence? And this is what why God gave Joshua this instruction by chewing on and digesting the book of the law. You could put down the Word of God your Bible, by chewing and digesting the Word of God. Remember, all through these messages thus far, I have been showing you that the foundation of our relationship with God is predicated upon His Holy Word. Again, and I'm going to end with this. Here's your sword. The Word of God. 
and you're to ruminate on it, to be successful in your battles. And how often I am to do this? Day and night. And that doesn't mean you stay up 24 hours. That means that you're constantly in the Word. You're reading the Word. You're studying the Word. You're taking notes. You're going to church. You're listening to the Word. And I emphasize the fact how important it is to go to, go to church and be with other believers. You're listening to this is part of it right here you're listening to the podcast how i will emphasize the word of god not mainly my opinions but on the word of god and i go through like struggles like i said just like you do and these things have helped me so let's end with that let's end with this and we'll pick up again on this well lord bless you uh Thanks for listening again. I wish I could see some of you face to face, but maybe someday I will. If not, I'll see you face to face in heaven. Have a great week in the Lord.